Welcome to the Jesus, Sex, and Politics Podcast. I'm Micah. And I'm Nathan. And here we talk about all those things that culture doesn't want to talk about. That'll scare you. Nathan, hello. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. Hey, we don't have a guest today, which, you know, it's kind of nice. You know, it's kind of fun sometimes not to have guests, although we have had some killer guests. We have. Of late. We, we have. It is it's fun. Great shows. Amazing people out there doing amazing work, and uh, it's just, it's fun to see all the different uh testimonies and how God's using uh, awesome people to do awesome things. So, uh, but today we're going to try something a little unique. So, uh, and and I don't know how long of a show this will be, but I think it's going to be a fun show because over the last few weeks, we, as a church at Life Church, we are a very bold church. We speak the truth the way that we see it in God's word. Nathan, you're that way. I'm that way. I mean, every pastor on staff is really that way. That's, that's really, it's kind of become our thing. We're sort of known around town and known around Indiana as being that church where if you want to know what God thinks about any topic, no topics off limit, then, you know, go to Life Church because we'll dive in and we'll say this is God's thoughts on that. And we'll probably tick people off. And we tick people off. And that's the beauty in this because it's <laughs> it's not we are ticking them off. It's God is ticking them off with his words. And we just, you know, don't shoot the messenger is what I say, but people try to shoot us. Well, so. <laughs> I think, you know, sometimes uh, you just realize that by speaking truth, you will make people mad. Yeah. And Jesus did this. This, this happened to him. Uh, the Bible says that he ticked the Pharisees off and the disciples are like, did you see how ticked off the the, the Pharisees were? You really offended them. And he's like, yeah, I know. And, and then, uh, and then, uh, you know, he ticked off his family, his, his, his brothers and his mother had to come cause they thought that like he was crazy at that point. <laughs> so they were going to talk to him and, and, and he says, who's my mother and my brother, you know? but those who do the will of God. So he kind of ticked them off. And then he, 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 he preaches on the body and blood of Christ and that this is my body. You're going to have to eat it. Ticks all those people off. And those were followers. And they, they said, who can bear this kind of teaching? And so they walk away. And then, you know, he, he literally says to his disciples, are you going to leave me too? And Peter says, who else has these words of life? And then finally he ticks off John the Baptist. And he, he offends John the Baptist probably because, John is like, how come you don't come and visit me in jail? You know, like, <laughs> are you the are you the one, or should we look for another? And, and he says, blessed are those who are not offended because of me. So, like, we think that if Jesus offended people by speaking the truth, then there has to be some place where we're okay with recognizing that people will be offended by the truth that can change them and save them. But at first, it may be offense that they run into. And. And I would ask people who are followers of Jesus, how many people have you offended in the last week or month or year? And if you can't think of anyone you've offended by you know loving Jesus and speaking the word of God and, and, and putting out there what God says is true about things, my question to you would be, what are you really doing for the kingdom? <laughs> like, if you haven't offended someone, are you really that effective? And if the arrows aren't flying at you, it's probably because the devil doesn't worry about you. He's, you're not a threat to his kingdom. You might be a believer. You might be a follower of Jesus, but you're not really a threat to the enemy. I mean, what kind of, what kind of wuss life is that? You know what I mean? We want to be, we want to be threats to the enemy. You, you have to, you have to say the truth and you have to say the truth in love, but recognize that saying the truth is offensive. Yeah. The cross is offensive. So as we talk about this today and just going to have some fun here. Just recognize we're not talking about offending people for the sake of just, 
you know, getting our jollies out of offending people. It's just we're doing God's <laughs> wait, wait, work. Wait, wait, wait. Getting our jollies. <laughs> okay, is first of all, that sounds inappropriate. Second of all, that... You already that, took it inappropriately. <laughs> Did I offend of, you? Well, I have a little bit there. Second of all, you sound like Joe Biden. It's like, well, that's malarkey. What are you doing getting your jollies off of that? That nonsense there, young, okay, young you, person. You, you, you just compared me to Joe Biden. I am offended. That's a bunch of malarkey. So chalk that up for who have I offended today? Nathan Peternell. So. <laughs> uh, okay, so we've got, we get some phone calls at the church. Okay, we get people who will call and they want to just blast us at the church. And a lot of churches don't know how to handle that. They usually duck and cover, run away, and they kind of say, oh no, like, we got to have our PR consultants come out and tell us how to, you know, maintain our, you know, good, good, good vibes in the community, right? But and you are our top offender. I am. I, do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't try to be. It's just like, you know, it's just like people for some reason want to. You're our top <laughs> offender on being offensive. Although you are not that far behind, you are a close second. No, so, I, uh, I know that le- recently I've had to have my team defending me. <laughs> So, so anyway, so people call and we were thinking, what can we do? I was, which is unfortunate. I was listening to some of these voicemails and I always chuckle and I, sometimes I even call people back just more or less to, you know, mess with them a little bit, which may, you know, I don't know if I should do that or not, but, but we were like, what can we do with these voicemails? And Nathan had a brilliant idea. He's like, we should play him on Jesus, sex, and politics. <laughs> I said, a bag of hate bing, mail. Bingo. <laughs> bingo. All right. So here's the first voicemail that we're going to dive into. And just a, little, just a little preface. People are usually mad about, I don't know, two or three things pretty consistently. The big one that we get is all the media attention that we've gotten or that I've gotten because I sit on the Hamilton County Library Board. And what we're doing in the library board is we're taking pornographic material out of the kids and teen section. We're putting it in the, in the adult section. You can still re- you can still check it out. We're not banning books. We're not burning books behind the building in the back That's alley. That's not what I hear. I hear you're a huge book burner. <laughs> and so, but the media likes to spin and lie like they do. And so, and then people just buy into that and they'll say, you're banning books. And so we get some calls on that occasionally. Here's one guy. Sounds like a real nice guy. Uh, let's listen to what he has to say. We're just going to call this guy. Uh, his name is Jack. This is for your nutcases banning books. I'm a retired educator. I'm proud to be a retired educator. But the Nazis banned books. My grandfather and great uncles fought the Nazis. And frankly, we're a Vietnam service family here, and I don't frankly want to hear a friggin' word from any of the draft dodgers supporters like your man who wants to ban books. The Nazis banned books. What draft did you dodge? <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You weren't even born wait, during the I, I wasn't. War. I know. I but Nazis banned books. Nazis banned books. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't deny that, but you you think that they were they were banning pornography? You yep. know, so you know a lot of the you, you talk about banning books. Uh, the Nazis were putting pastors in prison and hung Dietrich Bonhoeffer yep. because he tried to hold them to what the Word of God said. Yeah. So is it just that it's if it gets into book form that all of a sudden whatever material makes it into book form is therefore sacred? And then I have a question: Do you feel that way about the KKK? Things that get written into book form? Is it book form that makes it holy? 
Well, you know what's interesting, Nathan? That's a beautiful segue into an argument that I make sometimes with these people. I'm like, okay, so you're saying there should be no standards within the children and teen sections in the library. And their general answer is like, well, yeah. Like, we should just let the parents pick. You're like, parents will tell a child what is appropriate or not appropriate. And I get that. I'm all, I'm Can par- parents stop kids from having to so, get their genitals cut off? Well, no. Are, are parents not, consulted about that? Not according just to about the left. library books, but not <laughs> right. about genitalia. Well, listen, we don't want to don't want to be uh, hypocritical here but uh we'll stay on the library board uh topic if you're a leftist hypocrisy runs deep within you but we'll <laughs> they we'll are just, great in yeah, the force that's right <laughs> so but anyway so in the in the library uh they'll say yeah there should be really basically no standards or or but then you bring up okay what about book form kkk propaganda for kids like if there's a teen book or a kid's book that that celebrates the kkk would you want that in the library in that section they always are like, well no or they'll say well is that really happening is that really ha- well, show me where that's happening it's like well it, the point is it could happen there are books out there and if somebody requests a book like that to be in the library if there is a member of the community that happens to be part of the kkk and they say why can't my kids go and get a kkk book what the left is doing is they're saying every voice needs to be represented in this children and teen section. Okay, and that sounds good on merits, but then what happens when it's something like the Smut. KKK? Yeah, right? So then they, then the left is like, well, no, that shouldn't be allowed. Oh, okay, so now you're saying there is supposed to be a standard. Now the question is, whose standard is it? And they don't even want to go down that path because then they're really screwed because they'll say, well, let the professionals do their job. Let the publishers tell us what the standards are to be. Well, the publishers are these New York, California-based companies that do not have the standards and values that Hoosiers have. And now they're supposed to tell us here in our county like what's appropriate for our kids? Uh, I don't think so. And so they don't like it that we are, as a community, are saying, hey, we're putting a standard in place. We're not banning any books. We're just moving. Literally, the books that you are you want to see. I mean, there is some smut. There is some crap stuff in there, like explicit content. There's literally a book that we had to fight to get out of the the teen section because it was a it was a teen it was a book for 14 year olds and it encouraged them to go online and talk to strangers about sexual kinks and fantasies. Oh, that's healthy. Yeah, right. Oh, that's that's super safe. Like what could go wrong there? Like you know, what is that show uh, how to catch a predator? Uh, Unbelievable. Hey, I'm Chris Wallace. Have a seat right there, right? You know, or Chris Matthews. But, yeah. You know, it's kind of it's it's but it's stuff like that where you said that probably shouldn't be in the hands of kids. And any rational normal adult is going to say, "Yes, you're right." And then you move it out, and the left lose their mind, and then you get calls like this guy saying Nazis banned I books. If, I wonder if these guys make calls also to California where they're taking Bibles out of libraries. Mm, no, they don't care about that. They don't. They don't. Care. I think Nazis, they'd be okay with that. Nazis banned books. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Let's move on. I think this is. A, I think we've got a couple voicemails here from about the about the uh, the library. So this is a, this is a lady. Um, I don't know. We'll just call her. Uh, We'll just call her Bev, okay, Beverly. I don't know. That sounds like a. This, this sounds like her. It, that's, I probably shouldn't say that because there's going to be a Bev who's listening to this. I like that, some Bevs. Do you really? Out there? Okay, yeah. some good Bev. You know Bevs? what? My neighbor's name is Bev, and she's really nice. I don't think this is her though. Here we go. Why was that piece of shit Mika harassing <laughs> a woman on a? <laughs> Wait a second. That was not her. I thought that was the one. <laughs> Hold you on know, a second. Bev might have been transitioning. <laughs> there might be a testosterone. Uh, replacement therapy that's going on in that bed. Okay, wait. All right, this is this is Bev right you sure here. That Bev a- doesn't mean like like leave it to Beaver. Gosh, I don't know. That was uh, we were saving that one for uh, the finale. That was a good one. Here, here's Bev. I grew up in Ravenoverville, 
and y'all should be ashamed of what you're doing to our libraries. Them kids haven't got anywhere else to go or to do, and they deserve to read books. You don't get to control what people think. Y'all, y'all need to realize that God is looking down and he's ashamed of you. Do you think? Well, do you think that's a Bev? That could have been maybe a. It doesn't sound like a Bev. You think? I don't know. It kind of sounds like a Bev. Like really, Let's like listen I to grew it up and live in Noblesville, and y'all should be ashamed of what you're doing to our. That's libraries. a Bev. Them kids haven't got anywhere else to go or to do, and they deserve to read books. You don't get to control what people think. Y'all, y'all need to realize that God is looking down, and He's ashamed of you. Well, she's speaking for God. She must really, really believe that that the Lord l- looks down at you, Micah, <laughs> and determines. Hi, oh, he's just shaking his head. I thought, what though, is Micah thinking? Isn't that judgmental? I thought, like, we're like no, like in the left, in the world of leftism, like you're not allowed to judge or shame anyone. Why would they use? Haven't you been called crazy because you said that people said that you spoke for God? This lady mm, just spoke for she God. Did. Maybe she's crazy. She might be crazy. Maybe. Yeah. So, well, Bev, if you're listening, you have nothing else to do but read smut and, and you know, put the kid. That's true. She said these kids have nothing else to do. It's 2023. They've got a lot of things they can do. And we, again, we're not banning books. They can get the same book if they want to get the crap that mom and dad feel like it's necessary for them to read. You can still get it. A kid can walk anywhere in that library and kids do often. And it's just uh, their arguments are they're very weak arguments, to say the least. Well, you're trying to control their thinking. How dare you? How so, dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Goodness, Greta, Greta Thun, uh, Thunberg. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? I wonder if I have that clip. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you continue to look away? Oh, that was a great speech that she did that year. Man, that was that was awesome. So I want to jump into another voicemail. Now, this one is a lady who shall not be named uh, in the community that's uh, bat crap crazy. Ooh, that sounds like... <laughs> That sounds like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's right. Uh, you yeah. shall not be named. Is that well? Isn't that Harry Potter? No, that's Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Uh, the, you know, Sauron is is he that oh. should not be named? I didn't realize that. Oh yeah. So okay, so we have Lord of the Rings, which then Harry Potter would have stolen that from J.R. Tolkien then, because isn't isn't Voldemort isn't isn't he the guy that you can't? I, I I want you to know something. Yeah, I know nothing about Harry Potter. <laughs> Nothing. I am proudly ignorant. I never read a book. I never I saw either. a movie. I was told to stay away from Harry Potter, and I listened. <laughs> well, Somebody was controlling my thoughts. Yeah, that's right. It's because a book got banned, probably, from your library. All right. So, anyway, this lady is, uh, she's, she's not, I love her to death because she's doing great publicity work for us at Life Church because all she seems to do is want to talk about me and Life Church. Which she's so crazy that anyone who has half a mind is going to look at that and be like, if you're that crazy and you're that mad at Micah, Micah probably is doing something right because you're just out of your mind insane. And so she's been out there just, uh, she, what, she, what she's been doing, she's coming to our food pantry that we have on property and she's been 
uh, she's been making these videos to open up the door of the food pantry. And I think what she's doing first, she's pulling the food out. We haven't caught, we like, we don't have a video camera out there, so we don't know this for sure. But she's pulling the food out, making it look really empty. And then she's putting it back in on camera saying, Micah won't feed the people of Hamilton County, but I will. I got all this food and we're putting it back in. I am the, I am the savior of Hamilton County is essentially what she's trying to do. And so the other night I was driving by, we were coming home from vacation and it was about 11 o'clock at night. And we've seen these videos pop up like blasting us on online. And so I know she's doing this, but I'm like, we're never going to catch her because she always comes in the middle of the night because she doesn't want anyone to see her doing this. Right. Well, we're coming back from the airport. And we have to drive by the house or by the church to get to the house. And as I'm coming up closer to the church, I see a light. I see headlights like shining in at the food pantry little box that we have out by the road. And I'm like, oh, wow, someone's at the food pantry. And then it, thought, it dawned on me. I was like, this might be her. This might be her. And as we get closer, like Susan's in the front seat. The kids are asleep in the back. And and I like hit Susan. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's her. And I and Susan's like, don't you dare pull in. I'm like, we're pulling in. <laughs> <laughs> and so I pull up right behind her. And, uh, you know, I get out, I just have a smile on my face and I'm like, Hey, how are you? Like, you know, and kind of letting her know, like, Hey, we see you. I know what you're doing. Like you're making a video that's disparaging me in the church, but you know what? Hey, out of the hands of the wicked into the hands of the righteous. You know, if you're putting food in there, I just wanted to thank you for putting food in there. And, uh, oh, she, she was startled and, and she said, how did you know I was here? Do you have cameras out here? Are you spying on me? <laughs> and so, and so, but there's somebody recording this. Okay. So I look in the car and, and there's a, there's a young person in the car in the front seat recording this. Like, Who's recording this? And, and she's like, ah, don't you talk to that? That's my daughter. Don't you dare address her. And like, and so she just starts yelling at me. I'm like, listen, lady, I'm just, this is my property as the church. I, I oversee this property. I want to know what you're doing. And so she starts screaming at me. Don't, and, don't address my kid. Yeah, that's right. So so she believes yeah. that some people should not address her kid. Is that is that what a lot of parents believe? That some people with their agenda should not address their so, kid. Yeah. I think that's a I think that's a great point. Is he advocating for parental rights? Maybe. It sounds like she is. It sounds like she is. It applies for her the way she wants to apply it, but not for you. The drag queen shows within, you know, the libraries and then, How dare other parents say, don't address my kid with that stuff. I don't want that stuff. That's right. So, but anyway, so this is all caught on video, right? And so I, I end up just, you know... I just say, hey, thanks for putting food in the food pantry. That's all I was doing. And then get we we uh, leave. Well, the next day, apparently, like, you know, she posted on uh, TikTok, and it goes, quote, unquote, viral on TikTok. How many, how many things do you have to have for something to go viral? That's on a TikTok? good question. Now, TikTok, I know some kids around here that have a couple of videos on TikTok that have hundreds of thousands of views, right? So it's like... I think the algorithms are a little little messed up. What are those views? I'd like to know what they are. But anyway, this had a this had a few thousand. I think it was like fifteen thousand views or something like that. And within the next day or so, and she she spun it to say I was harassing her, right? So this is like this pastor's harassing me. I'm just trying to fill up the food pantry. He's like, yeah, right. You've been doing these videos trying to disparage me and our church. So, but she, but anyway, so she does that, which is totally fine. I knew she would, and uh, and so we got some calls about that as well. So Ooh, play the kid. okay. Yeah, play so the kid. here's here's one uh, a voicemail about me quote unquote harassing this lovely lady at the food pantry. Why was that piece of shit, Mika harassing a woman at a food pantry with her child in the car? <laughs> 
Like, does he want an answer? <laughs> Should we call him back and tell him? We should still have his number. Did he leave his name no, and number? No, no. My name is not Mika. See, out of that whole voicemail, what offends me most is that <laughs> these people can do it's, not read the Bible. It's, it's not Mika. It's, it's Misha Bequeath. <laughs> It's like, dude, get my name right. If you're gonna, if you're gonna cuss me out, at least get my name right. Jeez, it's not that hard. It's Micah. Micah. No, 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 but tell us where Misha Bequeath comes from. We haven't done that for a while. Oh my goodness, I have a, I have a student worship team that I lead, and a long time ago we were playing uh, at a church leading worship, and the the promoter, it was a concert, and the promoter uh, comes up and. And I had some middle schoolers in the band that were there. You know, I was at the time I was probably uh, mid twenties and teaching these students how to play and lead worship. And the promoter, the middle, the the youth pastor comes up and he's like, "We're super excited to have have uh, this band here with us. So um, uh, give it up for." And he looks at his palm card. You can obviously tell he didn't he didn't think about anything he was going to say. He says, "Give it up for Misha Bequeath and the middle school <laughs> band." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and from that time on, like literally no joke, like that time on, like there was, there, I had some other friends in another band. And so they would start calling me Misha. And then the studio I was working at, uh, started calling me Misha. And then I filled in for Rob once on the mock and Rob show when it was the mock and Rob and mock started calling me Misha. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so there we go. So that is for Lieutenant uh, governor. Yeah. Misha, right, Misha bequeath in the middle school band. <laughs> All right, I got one more. He was seeing, he, he didn't sound very happy. No, he didn't. He yeah. didn't. And and I and it sounds it was a quick voicemail. I mean, he wants an answer. It's like, you know, I I explained why that video was the way it was and it was spun, but he bought into the spin. He was slurring a little bit. Though. He was. He was. It was Why was that piece of Mika harassing a woman in a food pantry with her child in the car? <laughs> <laughs> you call the church and you only leave like a a 15 second message come on man all right so here we go and i can't remember this voicemail i'm not this is the last one that we have and then um uh we can this one's a little aggressive i do remember i do remember that i can't remember what he's mad about though so it could be food pantry girl could be book burning uh you know all the books that were burning so here we go yes i'm calling about this douchebag micah beckwith Take him out of the church. He's a false prophet, piece of shit, loser, cock sucking, you and God. So we should take. We How should, am I gonna bleep all that out? You, no one's gonna know the context. Listen, like, listen. I can't wait to hear that totally bleeped out because there's not gonna be much. There's not gonna be it's just gonna there's be one long bleep. There's not gonna be much <laughs> that you're gonna be able to handle from this. But I would tell you something. If this is the guy who's trying to advise us on personnel of the church, you know, like, hey, your church shouldn't have people. That, that are like this and I'm like and, and 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 I'm an authority on the matter wow oh my gosh that is hilarious that is so funny uh we've had some other ones too now, the- sometimes in truth Mike on the show he will bleep me when I have said absolutely <laughs> nothing <laughs> I just just like this just like this and so so whenever you hear that particular voicemail from that other guy, you have to know something. He had to bleep all of that out. Uh, it was uh, it was a lot. 
again, we're going to, let me see if I can bleep in real time. Okay. I'm just going to try this in real time here. So, uh, so the, just, just for kicks and giggles here. I'm now, wait a minute. It. I want okay. your commitment that whenever we finally roll this out, <laughs> that all of our young listeners will not be. We don't uh, have young listeners. Oh, no. Yes, we do. Who? We've got some great. Who? Hey. I know who you are out there, you young minds full of mush that are listening and growing, and and you appreciate good commentary like this, and I'm just telling you, for your sake, Micah will do a good job to bleep everything out. Here we go. Relax, moms. Here we go. Hold on just a second. I I think uh, I need to get some music uh, to back me up here, so uh, uh, here we go. <laughs> See if I can do it. Yes, I'm calling about this. I can't do it. You did die. I think. What you? What the heck? I hit the record. Wait, 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 wait. We gotta try that again. That was terrible. I hit the record button accidentally. Uh, you turned the whole thing off. The heck? Uh, crap. Okay, hold on a second. Let me. How does this stupid thing work? Okay, let's see here. Can I take two? That's a bunch of malarkey. Ah! <laughs> Shoot. Okay. All right. Well, that didn't work. You've heard of so, excellence in broadcasting? Yeah. The EIB network? <laughs> we are not affiliated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is hilarious. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Today's kids and teenagers are facing more challenges than generations before. Culture is questioning basic, unchanging truths. Many parents are looking for direction to lead their kids and teenagers onto right paths. I'm Tina Pavey, Director of Next Gen Ministries at Life Church. We believe parents have what it takes to lead their kids and teenagers on a path that leads to life. And each Life Church campus is eager to partner with parents. For more information, visit one of the Life Church campuses or go to lifechurchin.com. Parents, you can do this. We will help you. Okay, so we took a quick break there. So that I could get my uh, self composed on how to <laughs> bleep this out in the uh, in the moment. This is going to be fun. We're going to give this a shot here. So, this is uh, angry man and uh, his filthy sailor like mouth. And I'm going to try once again to bleep it Take in two. real time. That could be a new segment: bleeping in real time. <laughs> how good are you? <laughs> Let's go. Yes, I'm calling about this douchebag Micah Quist. Take him out of the church. He's a false prophet, piece of shit, loser, cock. You, you are living. Terrible at this. Oh, you're bad. Uh, On a scale of one to ten, I'd give you a D plus. I don't know how we're going to like actually put that in the real show to where it's like going to be appropriate for children. This well, guy, it's this just guy has gonna, a mouth. Just going to be one long bleep. Hey, buddy, do you kiss your mom with that mouth? Jeez. <laughs> Unbelievable. I have this in response. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things <laughs> I have ever heard. <laughs> At no point 
in your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that resembled that could be a considered irrational thought? <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no, no points. Point. And may, may God, God have, have mercy, mercy on, on your soul. soul. <laughs> 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 ah, that's so funny. Well, that's uh, that's our voicemails today, Nathan. So, well, listen, I think we should keep up this uh, this segment because I don't see us having an end to the the the, the vicious hate mail that comes our way as we just serve the Lord and try to do good in this world. There's going to be people that show, uh, obviously, what kind of spirit is within them. Hey, and just so you know, if you're a leftist out there and you want your voice to be on Jesus, Sex, and Politics, just send a nasty voicemail to Life Church. I don't even remember the number of our <laughs> but, but let me just I'm sure you can look it up. You are helping us with show prep, so thanks a lot. 317-961-8. <laughs> no, no, that's not the right one. <laughs> Is that the one we text to? 961-8330. That's the text. Oh, that's the text one? Text Micah. And your comments. You know what? The truth of the matter is, <laughs> I don't know the phone number either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the day and age we live in. Well, ladies hey, and gentlemen, this was fun. This was fun. So, you guys, uh, make sure to uh, kiss your mothers with a clean mouth, not a filthy mouth, like the guy who just called in, and never let the outrage cancel culture of the leftists. Did you ever keep get your, you down? Your your mouth washed out with soap? No, I didn't. Oh, my mom did that to me. I I, I remember it. Did and you go blind? Doesn't no, that make I, you I go blind? I didn't go blind. Why did Why do I think that makes you go blind? Because you saw that on a Christmas story, oh, yeah, right? right? Christmas. Oh yeah, Christmas story. yeah. Is that what it was? Ralphie, Ralphie. No, no. he's blind. <laughs> what have you done? We are so sorry. <laughs> my mom did quit doing that to me when I started blowing bubbles. She was like. He's with not, the soap yeah i just started to, to, to form my mouth just right and and start blowing bubbles and they were coming out do you know what do you know who who does that as well very very happy. Do you know who does that as well the not the nazis, nazis. oh <laughs> yes that's true they're great bubble blowers all right well hey thank you for listening nathan thank you now i gotta go edit all of these oh i do not these. envy you the job that you have here if, and if anything slips uh, through, it's just leave a, a word. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll get voicemails from from people on our side who you are offended what, that they heard us the cuss word. Here's what's going to happen: people are going to want more of this segment, and they're going to start leaving <laughs> fake voicemails, hoping that we'll choose theirs. We'll know who you are. We know the real ones. You can't fake <laughs> us out. This has been Jesus, Sex, and Politics. Dang it. <laughs> I've got to make that longer. This has been Jesus, Sex, and Politics, where we talk about all those things and listen to all those crazy leftist voicemails. Don't let the world scare you. I'm Micah. I'm Nathan. We'll see ya. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>